podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I hate to say it, it's only going to be going one way, and that is Novak Djokovic will win Wimbledon this year. I can't see him losing. Simply too good. So dominant here at Wimbledon, and I reckon he's going to get two, number 24 and five Wimbledons in a row. The only person that can stop Novak Djokovic in this tournament is Novak Djokovic. Andy Murray. Oh, oh. oh yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Or as Sir Andy will come on. Other than that, it'll be Djokovic against his own body. Can he keep his body fit for the whole two weeks? If he can, probably name on the trophy. She has the easiest draw out of everyone. And I feel that Eager will win Wimbledon. She had practice tournament this time. She didn't have one last year. She probably learned from her mistake. I'm going to be going for Donna Vecchi, the one with the 17th easiest draw according to AI. And I'm going to be having Donna Vecchi winning Wimbledon 2023. I would love to see Novak Djokovic to take home his 24th Grand Slam title this year at Wimbledon. And I would like to see Sabalenka win as well. Sebastian Korda claiming his first Grand Slam title. On the women's side, I'm going past the Finko. Kicking off on the men's side, Novak Djokovic will have as many Grand Slams as there are hours in the day. And on the women's side, I'm going with Anz Jabeur. She's going to be your women's champion. Let's go! Another big win for Novak Djokovic in the men's singles. And for the women's, I think Ons Jabeur is going to make us very happy and she's going to take the women's Wimbledon title. Djokovic's dreams of a calendar slam are going to be shattered again. And it's the little Spaniard that's going to do it. Carlitos Alcaraz will win Wimbledon. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Day two has officially finished, but it barely got started, didn't it, JG? You can see the background. If you're just listening, I'll describe it to you. We've got rain pouring behind us. We've got thunderous skies above the tennis courts, and tennis didn't even really even occur today. Only on the show courts on centre and on court one, they even had to shift some of the delayed matches from the day before over to the end of the day on the show courts as well. It's just not what we were hoping for, was it, this Wimbledon? It's been a washout. It can only get better, can't it, JG? Yeah, it's got to get better. (laughs) And um, it'll get better by watching some actual tennis because one hour of play today, Zero matches concluded. So we can't even speak about finished matches from the morning session. We did get some matches which were concluded. And it was good news on the on the whole for the Brits, not Dan Evans. But Andy Murray was able to win. Cam Norrie as well. Uh, so really pleased for them too. On the women's, we didn't really get anything going on the on the for um for the British side anyway. Um but We do have some other hopefuls, so we've got to wait and hope that the rain stays off for a little bit longer. Yes, I mean, uh, we had Katie Balter. She was on, I believe it was Court 18. We had uh, Royalty at Wimbledon. Obviously, we had uh, uh, Kate uh, Middleton. She was there, or probably not her surname anymore, but yeah, she was there, the princess. Uh, That was great to see. Oh, Duchess now, sorry. Apologies. Well, take me to 
the I don't know Tower of London high high, <laughs> high treason probably for saying that. Um, but anyway, it's nice to see. They were sort of like the highlight of the day. We got to see royalty at Wimbledon and we got to see Wimbledon royalty at Wimbledon as well. None other than the big man himself, eight-time champion, Roger Federer was there. And that was sort of the talking point of the day, wasn't it? It wasn't the tennis. It was Big Rog making an appearance there on centre court. Yeah, it probably is the best part of today at Wimbledon. That and Andy Murray winning, I thought he was great. We'll get on to that in a minute. And this is the moment Roger Federer returned to centre court at Wimbledon. He had his own little ceremony. He was looking very dapper. If you go down, we can have a look at what he was wearing. And you can see him there, all smart as always. We can't play the video, unfortunately, but you get the gist of it. Roger Federer was in attendance. There was a lot of players who were looking at him on centre court and it distracted Mm. them slightly. Let's go on to that because one of them was Rabakina, yes. who had said she's a massive fan of Roger Federer and it made her a little bit nervous. And she said, mainly that's why I was nervous because actually I really like Roger. When I was younger, I was always watching him play. So it was really special. There was players who didn't get to see Roger while they, while they was playing. And that was Carlos Arcaraz. And you can see him here with a bucket hat in the press room. And he was saying, I saw that Roger Federer is here. I was a little bit jealous, honestly. I wanted Roger to watch one of my matches. I on, I hope to talk to him a bit. I hope to see him around more than once. Well, I'm sure Roger Federer will have some time for Carlos Alcaraz. Uh, if not this event, it will be definitely another time anyway because Carlos Alcaraz is not going anywhere and he completely ruined Shardy today. I thought he oh, was impressive. Shardy's last ever match and... Alcaraz showing shades of uh, JG in Prague right here <laughs> from the, from the uh, West Ham win. I remember the podcast we did with you in Prague and uh, oh, yeah, looking the very similar. Going to the same uh, uh, hat salesman or whatever you call it. Right, anyway, Shardy's uh, last ever match. I mean, at least he made a little bit of a match of it in the third set. First set, he got absolutely obliterated by Alcaraz. Alcaraz looking fantastic on the grass courts, but he was playing somebody who I know we said it for Venus and it's obvious it is the case for Shardy. It's his last match. He's probably a little bit past it. It was a protective ranking. He's 542 in the world, really. But it was still nice to see him back on the court. And it was nice to see Roger around. Maybe that was why Roger came in, because I know that he always said that he was the most handsome tennis player on the men's tour, Shardy. So maybe that's why Roger made an appearance today, do you think? Maybe, or maybe it was because he was invited and he's won Wimbledon so many times and he didn't have a chance not to be there. He option, very valid. But yeah, yeah, with Jeremy Sardi, I do want to say I've actually got really fond memories of him. Um, I remember a lot of his career, there's been some really high moments. There's been times where I've been going into matches, I've been really optimistic about how he's going to perform. I remember one time he was playing Djokovic, I thought maybe he can beat him, but it never actually happened. He's actually a really good tennis player. It's going to be sad to see him go. He said, before leaving, I turned my head. I saw my wife and my son. I started to cry a little. I was happy he could be with me to share this. I'm proud of my career. I don't regret anything. And he's been a really nice, good role model for French tennis and for tennis in general. And he will be sorely missed. And um, I don't think he played that badly in spells against Adelaide. He gave him a run around, especially in the third set. He was up a break in the third but Carlos was just 
sublime. And there was a lot of people getting a little bit excited. We know Ad, uh, Liam's predicted Alcaraz to win Wimbledon. He dropped us a message saying he's really encouraged by young Carlitos. And he thinks, based off that performance alone today, he can challenge Djokovic. Do you think the same? I think. Slow your roll and calm down. That's what I'm going to say to anybody who's getting excited with Alcaraz beating Shardy, who is 500 in the world. Let's, he did uh, look good, though. Yeah, he looked good. He looked great at the French some Open as well. Special shots. Oh, he's incredible. I mean, some of those forehand winners he was hitting today, and he was even playing trick shots. He was getting so good that he didn't. He was like, "Do I even have to play the normal shots anymore?" He was missing the trick shots, to be fair. But I think he was just doing something for a bit more excitement. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the crowd. I feel sorry for the crowd, and we'll get on to that yet again uh, because they got only like uh, stuff under the roof today at Wimbledon only only matches under there and the matches that were under the roof were pretty straightforward they weren't really close matches at all they were just yes so it was only center court and court one in action today and let's talk about the rain because I feel like we can't avoid it we have touched on it at the start of the episode what a ridiculous country we live in in the UK it's so ridiculous it's July it's July terrible like people who don't actually know, our June was probably is was the hottest on record. Yeah. And I mean it was I quite liked it. Some people were complaining it was too hot, but I thought it was lovely, really nice. We got a lot of sun. I was sunbathing. People were heading to the beaches. Everyone was in beer gardens. It was a great time. Roll on to July. It's been absolutely terrible. And Wimbledon's always in July. So it's just been terrible timing. And for those who don't know, it's not always this bad. Uh, but certainly at the moment, no. shocking. And I feel really sorry for everyone who's been in the queue, trundling around the mud on that field, queuing up, waiting excessive waiting times because Wimbledon have enhanced security so much that it's taking eight hours to get in, in the mud, in the rain, in the cold, with no tennis on. I mean, that sounds like my my idea of a nightmare. Yeah, it's awful. Um, I I feel sorry for anybody even going tomorrow because it rained. It it didn't stop raining the whole day. It's if you go on that field tomorrow, guaranteed that one have dried through. You're gonna have to take some wellies tomorrow as well. I think it's gonna be a very very tough queue. Um, I I don't like the sound of it, and I don't like the facts that people have been waiting extra long in this terrible weather condition that we've been having. We, at least we did have some. Uh, but you need to remember, to... waiting to not even get to watch any tennis. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst bit about it. I mean, yeah. today we've been waiting. It's annoying in the cold. It's waiting and then realising, oh, damn, I'm going to be able to get in to watch anything. Wimbledon have issued refunds, by the way, to most of the yeah. tickets for people who have, were obviously unable to watch any of the matches. Yeah, they said... Uh... They've issued refunds to those who had uh, tickets to courts two and three and to ground pass holders. The rule states that tickets can be partially reimbursed if spectators watch watch less than two hours of tennis and fully refunded if there was less than an hour. Most matches that started at 11am only got 59 minutes of play. There we go. Spot on. <laughs> and this is a nice tweet here from Bastian Facken saying, number of matches completed at Wimbledon during 2010 is the Mahou uh, <laughs> match that spanned over three days. 85 matches were completed. Number of matches to be played tomorrow at Wimbledon, 87. 
They're very ambitious on this Wednesday that we're going to get 87 matches. Good luck. I mean, rain is due again tomorrow. So that we're is not, the big we're not thing. Getting a get, we're not getting 60, are we? No. I mean, for me, I think we'd be lucky to get 50. Uh, but hey. <laughs> try and get what you can. Maybe start a bit earlier. If it's not raining, just get them out there at 9 o'clock or something. I don't know. Why does it have to start at specifically at 11? Just push them out a bit early. If you've got so many to get through and the wet, it's not raining, open the floodgates. Let the crowds in. They, they, there's people there from 3 a.m. It's not like they're not going to be able to fill the stands. <laughs> yeah, get, let true. them in. It's true. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, like, it, it, it's a good point you make because there will be people there waiting. So if you started earlier, it wouldn't be a problem. You could start at 6 a.m. There'd be, still be packed stands. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's the ridiculous thing. But obviously you can't. It's going to be like a bit slippery. Start it now. That's it. Uh, well, I don't know. Put some floodlights on. Get the old leaf blowers out. There you go. And uh, we just have them running throughout the whole match. Leaf Get blowers. Chocolate there with his towel. There you go. He'll be down there helping out. Doesn't need any sleep. He's got Thompson next. Thompson probably could do with uh, Djokovic getting a bit of uh, extra work on those legs. He's played five sets himself, Thompson. So, anyway. well, talking about legs and talking about five sets, there's a guy who loves a five setter and his legs are made of steel. It's Andy Murray. He's not played any five setters yet. I'm sure there is one on the horizon. And this was my highlight of the day. I was a bit negative on day one. On day two, though, I should be even more negative because we've hardly watched any tennis. But still, I'm optimistic and encouraged by the performance of Andy Murray. He beat uh, Peniston 6-3, 6-love, 6-1. Amazing. He turned up. Andy Murray said himself in the press room, he's feeling confident. He feels he can beat anyone. He thinks he can go all the way. His body feels good. He's moving well. He's comfortable. Can anyone stop Andy Murray, Ben? Maybe the rain will stop Andy Murray. I don't know. If they keep him on centre, then probably it won't. But just don't let Murray have a slippery court. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to see him going down on that metal hip. I would rather see him scampering around the court or serving well, playing very confident tennis. And he may be playing, well, he will be playing the winner of, obviously it's going to be City Pass and Team. And that one, uh, we didn't get a uh, conclusion to that one, did we? That no, one will... The team took the first set. Yeah, it was 6-3, six, six, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah, so that one, it's it's to be continued. Sissipas, I mean, it's just, he's not filling me with any confidence again. I mean, if if Badoza goes out and does the exact same thing and just looks uninterested, then I think that they, they've got a pact going and they're just saying, let's just go out first round. And then it doesn't even matter if it's I raining. I don't think and, they're saying, let's go out first and, round. No, just like, clearly, they're not. I don't think Sissipas is focused on tennis at the moment. I feel like he's going to lose to Dominic team. Probably. I know he lost that first set, but there's a good chance he could lose the whole thing. Stefanos, the, the whole relationship, as much as it is funny and stuff, it's a bit weird. I'm sorry, they've gone from zero to 100 so quickly. And I know there's going to be people in the comments coming for me saying, oh, I'm so boring. Oh, grow up, lighten up a little bit. It's beautiful. It's a love story. But come on, what's, is this real? Are they going to just come out one day and say, oh, it was all a joke. We're just trying to trick everyone. Because they, they seem to be playing on it so much. Like yeah. I've, I've seen about a thousand different couple things in the space of about three weeks. I know. 
I mean, they've done more together than I've done in my girlfriend for my whole my whole life. <laughs> they've just they've got albums and albums <laughs> of pictures and videos. They've been. Are to they every... really that romantic, or is it a little bit strange? I feel that there is an element of showmanship in this whole thing, and they just. They, I feel that they have a good sense of humour about the whole thing, and they are playing up to that. But there is part of me that just thinks. They're both probably at the back of their minds thinking, do you know what? If we do go out early, then we've got a lot of time together here in London. I mean, wouldn't that be great? We never get to spend two weeks together. And just think, we wouldn't really need to be training that much. We'll just wait in, uh, wait in the hotel if it's raining, I guess, and just stay in. Probably happy just to stay in together. Well, what, what can you do in London when it's raining? Uh, go to the Natural History Museum. I think that's about... Yeah, that's about as interesting as it gets. I'm sure, they can, I'm sure they'll find something interesting <laughs> and romantic. Video. To the next I think they'll, video. Just, they'll, they'll probably just run around skipping on the beach in the rain or something and post that online. Dancing in puddles. That, yeah. A bus just comes past. I've got, a, I've got an image of a bus coming past, hitting a puddle, and then Sissy Pass with an umbrella, like stopping it going over Badoza. Just like, <laughs> like one of those movies. Yeah, well, let's yeah. wait and see. Anyway. Back to this, though. It's a cool image, isn't it, of Andy yeah. Murray and young Andy Murray. Do you want to read it out? Um, it, what? Where does it say it? You'll have to go up to read it, Ben. That's usually where the tweet is. <laughs> I thought that I know we you're were old, but I didn't think you were that old. How do you work this Twitterthon? Uh, here we go. We've got the boy from Dunblane who realized his dream on centre court 10 years on. From his crowning triumph, Andy Murray is back on Wimbledon's biggest stage. Could be a movie, couldn't it? Mate, it's, it is really good. I love the story. I love Andy Murray more and more than ever. Like more than ever. Like I was never even the biggest fan when he was winning, but for some reason I'm really wrapped up into it right now. Of course, when he was in the finals, everything stopped. I watched it. I was cheering him, and it was a good time looking back. Rafa did still a lot of my heart in that period. Right now, without Rafa. Everything's invested in Andy Murray. And yeah, I wish him well in the next match against either team or Sissipas. Hopefully it's team. And I think Andy Murray can have a little run. Uh, moving on to the next one. The next one we have. I believe this one was just to do with Rabakina and Ons Jabur, who obviously were last year's finalists. And they were seen walking together and laughing earlier today. Can you believe it? Two rivals. Uh, it was a historic final. The first Kazakh woman and first Tunisian woman to reach a Grand Slam final. And two of the nicest women on tour are back for more. And there they are. And Ons Jabert, always full of smiles. I think she could be walking with anybody. And the other person would always have a smile on their face too. She brings joy to the tennis tour. And she looked great today. She played Freck. And she destroyed Freck. It was a comfortable straight sets win. And she's looking good. Rebecca, do we forgive her the first set loss to uh, Rogers because of nerves, because of Roger? Well, Rogers and Roger. Didn't didn't see that uh, in there, but now I've just spotted it. Yeah, so... never easy to beat a Roger at Wimbledon. So she did very well, <laughs> Rebecca, to take that one. Definitely the, the second and third set was yeah. very convincing. She was Definitely. saying she was struggling to adapt to the conditions, playing under the roof. Um, but once she did, she felt very comfortable. And I mean, six one, six two. 
I think she's still a massive contender, if not favourite, for Wimbledon. Yes. Uh, let's see how she's... Iga gets on the longer it goes. Of course, Iga avoids Rabakna or Sabalenka until a potential final. Uh, but Ons Jabur, brilliant. 6-3, 6-3. She was very good. And then Sabalenka beat Udvardi in straight sets as well. So one of the yes. other contenders and favourites. So we've had Rabakna, Sabalenka and Iga now all win. And maybe Sabalenka being the most impressive in terms Possibly. of... Uh, it's tough to know. say. The... Tough to say because Iga, didn't, Iga was pretty good as well, but she didn't play anyone of note. I think you can make a case for all three being equally impressive in their own in their own right. Yeah, the one thing that I would say about Rabakina, even though she did lose that first set, she still managed to be winning every well on her first serve. She won ninety three percent of the ones that went in. So that goes to show her serving is still incredible on this surface. She served twelve aces today, and. I feel that if that serve keeps popping, she'll keep going through the draw as well. So it's a really, really promising for her. Even though she had that slow start, she's in the swing of it already. Certainly is. All right. That's Another what... match. I don't know if you want to, you've got it up, but Echeverri Zabata Morales. Sure. Um, it's an interesting one. I, I, there is a tweet for it because Echeverri oh, really? is a guy who is not, well, no, sorry, Zabata Morales is a guy who's not in the best of luck when it comes no. to Grand Slams. Reason being, this now is the second time he's went been two sets to love up and lost. The other one being against Diego Schwartzman at Roland Garros. So second consecutive Grand Slam, it's happened again. Zabata Morales can't seem to close things out. And on the other hand, Echeverri, another good run. He had a good run at Roland Garros. He's now got through on the grass, which isn't really his surface at all. Brilliant. He's climbing in the rankings. And Echeverri, a player I always pick in the brackets, is finally coming good. I think he's done extremely well there. I didn't expect him to come back. I thought that he was done and dusted at two down. I thought... Maybe I took a punt with him in the draw preview and I thought maybe just due to his good serving and his and his form from Ronald Garros, he'd get through. But then Sabata Morales looked like he was going to get it done. No, it's a very strong mentality. He will play Stan Wawrinka in round two. That would be a really good match as well. Stan Wawrinka went through in straight sets against Rusevori. Yeah, true. Stan, could, we could get a Stan Djokovic third round. I yeah. Like that. Yeah, I didn't see it coming because I didn't have it in my bracket, but I'm all for it. And I think uh, the fans of Wimbledon deserve something to look forward to. And that certainly will fill out all of the seats and Henman Hill as well. Uh, another match we've not spoken about. There's not really many, so we can speak about pretty much all of them. This is like <laughs> the latter stages of a, of, a, of a Wimbledon at the moment, the amount of yeah. matches we've got. And that is Dan Evans, Quentin Halise. Yeah. Dan Evans. I, I saw the highlights as I was coming in from work. He was 30 all at 5-4 and then double faulted to set up match point. It was a really poor second serve. He tried to go a little bit too big. He held his head. And then from that moment, you could see he was a bit nervous. He, I think it was a second serve and it just was squatted away down the line. And um, yeah, Evans scampered over to it, couldn't get there, landed in. Yeah. It was a clean winner. And it was quite heartbreaking because you could see it really crushed him. 
He had all of the support, the support of the Wimbledon crowd. And I think he felt like he'd let them down. He couldn't look yeah. them in the eyes. He was looking down. His body language was poor. Walked off the court quite quickly. And I think this this mentally is going to really damage Dan Evans. I feel he, the way he came in to this tournament as well, he even said before his first match, I'm, I'm in terrible form. Um, probably don't deserve to even be here really like that type of attitude uh coming in and it showed in the first two sets he got dominated by Contonelli's Contonelli's fair play to him he's like a big guy six foot three he's got a big serve but still Dan Evans on the grass it used to be a sight to behold now you see he's a bit down in the dumps that third set was the real Evans we got to see it back but unfortunately like you said it just fell apart again in that fourth. And yeah, he did. I feel like the crowd needed something today. Dan Evans, he has that sort of fire that he can get the crowd going. Maybe slightly more than a Cam Norrie and not no disrespect to Cam Norrie, but Dan Evans, he's like a he's like a sort of true Brit. No offense, Cam Norrie, but where is he from? Birmingham. And I really like Dan Evans when he's playing his best tennis. And I think it's sad. It's like a bit of a fall from grace at the moment. We've not really seen him play well for quite some time. Yes, certainly. And I think that wraps up day two coverage. There's not many matches to speak about. The big news being, as you can see from our background, the rain. A lot of that, definitely. Like I went out earlier after work. It was quite late, about half ten, and it was still raining. Like just rain, 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 rain. So hopefully we get a better day. They're planning to play 87 matches tomorrow, which is excessive. They're not going to get through them all unless they're all really quick ones, which I don't see happening. So let's see if we can get a more promising day free at Wimbledon. Uh, but for now, thank you everyone for watching. Make sure hit the like button, subscribe if you're new. We'll try and bring you some watch alongs um, today. I don't think me and Ben are going to be able to cover because we've got to go to the office. But this is probably the last day we're not going to be able to. We're going to be a lot more free after this to be able to cover all of the Wimbledon action. That's right. Don't forget Djokovic in action tomorrow. Well, fingers crossed that he will be uh, against Jordan Thompson. So that one will definitely be being covered on the channel but let us know your comments about day two what do you think of all the rain all of the delays and just vent your frustrations in the comments section we want to hear everybody's thoughts and do you agree with liam can carlos alclaz beat novak Djokovic? see you soon Podcast Network.